Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is Paul Hawksby and Andy Jacobs. And welcome once again to the H&J Daily, some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. We were joined in the studio by a comedian, you know him from Mock the Week and other fine work, and uh, he's a Spurs fan. Proper Re- fan, yeah. Yeah, Rhys James came in and saw us. He was on good form. We, uh, we found out who were the boldest fans in British football. Mm. We covered a lot of ground today, didn't well, we? Yeah, yeah, I think so. <laughs> football. Or not a lot other of ground. Stuff. Yeah. Um, so we did that, and we had Don't Ask Me, which was quite eventful. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. good. Uh, which you'll hear, Adrian Durham, on fire in Don't Ask Me, and he's not even in it, but he was very good. So here it all is. I don't want to do a line of duty spoiler. Oh, don't then. No, no, but I know, I know who H is. Do you want me to tell you? Go on, then. It's Harry Redknapp. I thought it might be. <laughs> He's in everything else. It would be a bit of a shock, wouldn't it, if he just suddenly popped up? <laughs> oh, yeah, it was me all along. I'm, I'm not even in the police. Well, I kind of was for a while, but I just don't talk about it. It's a brilliant quote from Unai Emery. He said, mm. um, we continued with our game plan after this sending off, and we were the better team. Yeah, that's why he lost 3-0. Yeah. <laughs> brilliant. I don't think there really was a point in the game where they were the better team, even before Maitland-Niles went off, which no. he shouldn't have done, by the way. No. Um, I just thought that was a second booking. It was a bit really... I mean, what Michael Oliver could have just had a word with Kovacic. him, couldn't he? It was a dark... Yeah. Well, we saw it in the next game. game. Kovacic, yeah. same thing. He got booked and did another tackle that could have been a booking. Yeah. But the ref gave him a bit of a chance. Maybe it looked yeah. worse from his angle. And Madison did go down, didn't he? But um, it was not a yellow card. That's not the first, first one. was. I mean, Emery mm. said the first one. It wasn't. You know, he, t- he took one for the team. When you take one for the team, you tend to get booked. Don't you? You do. But not the second one. Poor that. You do. Um, Mikhail Antonio's goal celebration, he said it was a tribute to Dan Rue, but I think what he meant was a tribute to Danny LaRue. Yeah, okay. He should be singing Mother Kelly's daughter. Yeah, don't tell me. Nice reference. Thank you very uh, much. It's, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not familiar with the... Uh, I wasn't really tuning into the goal celebration. Although I did say on this station and on this show on Thursday... You did state and on this. Friday... Mind you, you always think Spurs are going to No, lose. no, no. I, you could tell the way West Ham played against Manchester mm. United that it wouldn't take a lot. To, for them to step up and I think they looked at us first half when we hadn't taken our chances and thought this not there for the taking you know and they, they proved it second half they were a much better team it's a distraction of Europe it's, it's all yeah. a bit odd isn't well, there's it there's all really? sorts of reasons why they were there for the taking some of it fatigue some of it were their minds on Tuesday but it didn't alter the fact that West Ham second half Deserved it when Spurs didn't take their chances. I thought your observation of Alexi Sanchez's moustache was very good. Uh, you said he looked like Rhett Butler. He did. Yeah, he certainly didn't give a damn. <laughs> that's for sure. That was my point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> of course. No, actually, to be fair to him, he did. He did charge about. But well, fair enough. Know, yeah. That's not really his job. To no it? avail. If you ever want to know what Sari does to Chelsea, though, it's a very interesting thing because when Kovacic came here, he said a lot of criticism. Kovacic and no. Not least from me. But when he first came, the first few days of games, I thought, 
I can see why Madrid have got this guy. He's good. He's, he's mm. great runs and he sets people up. Or he doesn't score, but he, he gets through a lot of work and he covers a lot of ground. Since then, nothing. Yesterday, he thought he was going to be subbed for Loftus-Cheek. And then he had like a 10-minute period where, because Rudiger went off, he, he wasn't subbed. And then he started running about like an absolute maniac and making runs, setting people up. You know, it was so obvious. And I just think he makes them play with a handbrake on. Mm. And his love of Higuain, because he chose Higuain, you know, rather than Giroud or rather than Morata or rather than Tammy Abrahams. You know, you it's you see this bloke that's clearly can't, but he's about as mobile as Anne Hegarty from The Chase. <laughs> really, honestly. It's wasting, you know, it's just a waste of she time. She'd do a job box to box. She's quite good. I think she could, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed the London Marriott. Ma- London Marriott. <laughs> oh, been, lovely. Have you been staying there? <laughs> lovely. Take your big plate. You'll, you'll, you'll hear why I did that in a minute. Yeah. The London Marathon. <laughs> because... I love the London Marriott. <laughs> yeah. Viv- Vivian Chariot, the runner-up in the women's London <laughs> I see why you Marathon, did it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. She does a great impersonation. I don't know if you know this, of the former Wigan Rugby League star. Have you seen Chariot Sapphire? <laughs> no. no <laughs> Blimey. Thank oh, you very much. No, I did enjoy that. Thank <laughs> you very much. Yeah, Good. Yeah. wasn't worth the, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, we've got something to run past you today. We'd like to get you involved in this. Uh, it's pretty open-ended, and I think most of us can uh, relate to it in some way. Uh, well done, Jorge Campillo. Um, he has won the Trophy Hassan II. <laughs> what is it? Uh, in it's golf. Oh. In Morocco. Spanish golf for 32. And guess what he got for winning the uh, trophy Hassan the second in Morocco, Jorge Campier. What do they what, give him? Money wise or, or present? A, a, a gift. A wise. gift. Uh, or the trophy, the, if you like, the gift, the trophy, Define the thing he got for winning. The golden date. <laughs> well, I don't know. You know, Morocco dates. You know, it's quite popular. The golden you, date. If you walk through Marrakesh, you can often buy dates. Uh, now have another guess. <laughs> okay. Um, the golden carpet. No, it's nothing golden in it. <laughs> All right. Something ceremonial, but not golden. The ceremonial, don't say date. Crown? No, that's a bit much. <laughs> um, he got a dagger, the oh. ceremonial dagger, oh. for winning the uh, the trophy Hassan II in Morocco. It's not ideal, is it, really? So we just wondered, uh, I mean, at the end of it, he's probably thinking, oh, the, the engraver will be out the back now, he'll be putting the trophy together, and he's thinking, I'll have, I, I'm not a big drinker, but I'll have a small glass of champagne out the trophy for the photographers. <laughs> and the bloke turns up with a knife. <laughs> it's a bit, a bit disappointing, really. Uh, I mean, I'm taking it as quite, it's probably not like a sort of hmm. butter knife they got out the catering uh, they get trophies and knives.com. Yeah, it could be, yeah. So anyway, um, the he's I don't know if they give him the trophy Hassan the second, but they certainly give him a, a ceremonial dagger. So we want to hear what they gave you when you won something. Uh, don't say a cup. What's the point? I mean, something fairly unlikely, really. What did you get for winning? Whatever it was, uh, whether it was sport or anything else, what did you get for winning that strikes mm. you as being a bit odd? Can I just nominate? Can I just let me give out the okay. details first. Why not? Talksport.com forward slash H and J. You can text to eight ten eighty nine, or you can tweet to T S H and J T S H A N D J. Or you may want to vote for the clear winner of Idiot of the Weekend. That goes to Pontus Janssen. Mm. That was so brilliant. Yeah, honestly, it wasn't that he didn't know. He just didn't want to do it. He didn't want to let 
Aston Villa score. Yeah, but honestly, can you imagine if he had got, if he had cleared that ball away from Albert Adoma, it would have gone off so badly. Well, what they probably would have done then is it would have they would have had a word with him, or Bielsa would have had to take him off if he wasn't prepared to let them score. It shows you, I suppose it's that competitive spirit, but you know he had to let it go. It was a one man protest. It was, it was. Kepa, wasn't it? Really, it was all over again. Yeah. <laughs> but it was a mad moment. It was mad moment. I was following the Arsenal. Bielsa's had a lot of plaudits yeah. for doing it though, and I th- it was the right thing. I'm a bit worried it sends a bit of a dangerous precedent, but we will talk about this uh, a little bit later on. Um, and Rhys James will be here, uh, comedian and uh, Spurs fan, pops in, look some of the stories uh, you may have missed. We'll be looking at uh, Britain's baldest football fans, amongst yep. other things. The stats are out, you'll be delighted to hear. I'll be reviewing the London Marriott. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. What do you like best about the London well, Marriott? The, beds the bar are very, often stays very uncomfortable. Late for you. <laughs> That's right. The night porter, you always go and find you next to a couple of bottles of Bex at four in the morning, even though they're closed. Call has just come up on my screen. Richard Engineering. Now, I don't know if that's Richard who works in our engineering department testing <laughs> out a line, or whether it's a bloke called Richard Dickie Eng- Engineering. Be a good name, wouldn't it? The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. Reese James has joined us. Hi, Reese. Hello. And he started this last week for no apparent reason, and he gives a horse, not based on any prior knowledge or, or <laughs> right, yeah, texturing, yeah. and he just gives you a, a... It's his nap. It's his choice of the day. Well, Uffy uh, Prosser is my a- alias. Is that right? You- yeah, if I don't want to get recognised checking into a hotel, yeah. it's always Uffy Prosser. Well, Andy was telling us how much he loves the London Marriott earlier on. Who was Uffy Wegg Prosser? He was somebody, wasn't was he? Was he? I think so. I'll just Google him. Okay, you do that while uh, I talk to Reese about his <laughs> show, and you work on your mic technique. So, um, Reese, a fantastic picture of you to promote your show, Snitch. You are in a, a, a suit. Um, That's right, a dark suit tie with a pair of um, uh, white socks, white and, socks, and sliders, and sliders. That's yeah. right. Is, is that a look you you go for? <laughs> well, I couldn't afford Crocs on the budget. Yeah, um, I wanted I wanted to dress for comfort, but also for style. Some people um, can really carry that look off, though, can't are you they? Say, yeah, are, you, are you including me as one of those people? <laughs> it doesn't seem like you are. Um, essentially, I just thought, there's a back there's a back to the flyer as well, and a different picture. So that's going to be the poster right, picture, okay. and the back is me wearing a full tracksuit, but with very smart shoes. It's, oh, uh-huh. It's very clever stuff, you see. Yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't mean anything. I just thought it'd be funny. Yeah. Um, I just like when you see footballers always walking around in their Instagram stories when they're in the changing room, they've always, always got those socks and sliders on. Yeah, yeah. Deli Alley, Paul Pogba, people like that. Mm-hmm. Thought it looked cool, but then I thought, oh, I can't actually wear that genuinely it needs yeah. to look like a bit of a joke there is no in but if you're Daily Alley and Paul Pogba socks with sliders good look and then the next time you can really pick that up is when you're 70 yeah yeah and yeah. it's oh no one there's cares there's not really middle ground there's no there, yeah. like, um, Andy mm. socks and sliders you can get away with socks and sliders <laughs> I wouldn't no <laughs> What, what footwear do you wear on stage? Do you are you the smart shoe well, or the slide? I'm actually considering wearing a bowling shoe on stage this year. That's nice. I'm what, considering wearing from the local. Yeah, lake. exactly. Yeah, because yeah. they're free, of course. <laughs> yeah. If ever you've got an old pair of trainers you don't want, you can just get. I you can just swap them for a pair of yeah. bowling shoes if you fancy. Yeah. Just wondering. I mean, you've got no real control though, have you? You mean you don't know what colours you're going to be getting? You can't spend 20 minutes saying, "Can I try that pair on?" No, it's tip. Well, it's normally it's red tip, and blue. Typically red and blue, right? And a bit yeah. of white. Why are more people then walking round in? In bowling shoes, I for think that incredibly thin leather soles. Would yeah, be great yeah, yeah, yeah. Not. People <laughs> prefer their own trainers to bowling shoes generally, and I think that's a tragedy. Yeah, that's why I'm going to try and bring them into the mainstream. We mentioned <clears> earlier <throat> on, Reese, that uh, Jorge Campillo, a golfer I'm sure you're fully aware of, the 30s year old Spaniard, <laughs> won the uh, trophy Hassan II in Morocco this weekend, and was presented bring it up. and was presented <laughs> with a ceremonial dagger. 
<laughs> and we're okay. asking the listeners this afternoon, what were you given? Uh, what did you get for winning something? And this is uh, quite an interesting one. A bit of a Johnny Nash, more questions and answers. Ian Manchester once won a chicken in a raffle, brackets Croatia. Now, I don't know if that's what they called the chicken, whether he's in, in Manchester, whether it's a guy called Ian Manchester, he'd get on well with Richard Engineering. But was it a live chicken, was Ian? The, was it in Croatia? Yeah, I'm guessing it was. But, uh, they, but was it a live chicken or was it a, was it a uh, kind yeah. of prepared chicken? I don't know. Let us know, Ian. But that's an odd prize, isn't it, for, for a, a raffle? Yeah, it is. Even better, I won a Hoover in a team event on Captain's Day at the Oxfordshire Golf Club uh, two years ago. That's strange. Not a Hoover between a team. I think, yeah. A team prize. They all get to use it whenever. Hello, <laughs> Swap weekends. Yeah, I need it Wednesday. Somebody yeah. drop crumbs on the carpet. Uh, let us know. Then keep them coming. Talksport.com. Text 81089. Tweet TSH&J. What did you uh, get when you won something? Could be a raffle. Could be sporting. Um, at race is called Snitch, your show. Is this another mm. example of you need to think of it six months before or is that the theme? No, there's no theme, as ever. You know me. <laughs> yeah. I can't be asked with themes. It would have been great if you'd gone into witness protection straight up. Yeah, yeah, really, yeah. I can't, I can't tell you well, why called, I'm called it. It's it <laughs> technically called Snitch because it was pointed out to me that I have the demeanour of a prison snitch. Oh, right. really? I seem like the sort of guy who stood next to the bully at school oh, right. as a way of not getting bullied himself. Right. Went, yeah, go and beat, beat him up. I Which, made. Uh, I never got. I imagine that's made, true, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah, a bit true. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I made the bullies laugh. Uh, right, that's right, often right. a lot of comedians tell that story. Yeah. I was lucky at school. I would make the bullies laugh. That's I mean, right. My the wisecracking school, sidekick. I don't remember the Herberts at my school. They didn't stand in the corner. Wait, they didn't have a court jester. Oh, really? I was right. What well, you were the court jester oh, yeah, to, the, to of, the Herberts. Oh yeah, that was the way of being in and not getting beaten up yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's a tradition. Do they strike you as people that want a good oh, yeah, laugh? Because, yeah, of course. Every, surely every, then, every, surely then, every don't comedy club. interested in me. Every comedy but, yeah. club in the country should be full of bullies. Well, it? it is. If you actually, if you go down to most comedy clubs, it's, it's absolutely full of big buff guys yeah. who think they're the alpha male who heckle you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Have you it's ever encountered anybody there. you went to school with uh, many years on? They and they wonder what you're doing now. Have you, have you Alaris, How are you, mate? You well? Yeah. What are you doing? I'm a comedian. No, seriously. What are you? I mean, is it? Is it? Absolutely, yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Because it's the last thing people expect to hear. You know, I mean, not because well, you want to hear it. Because when I bullied Quite you, at insulted school. by that. Actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but, <laughs> yeah. but oh, yeah, I, I meet other because people. Because people say, oh, you're bullying. That. Didn't go to waste. Forged a inverted commas, career out of it. <laughs> <laughs> I like this bit in the press release here. It says, I don't know who wrote this, but it says, I'm not being hyperbolic when I, the editor of this website, tell you that Reese James is my favourite comedian in the world. Yeah. But it's not attributed that quote. Where does it come from, that? Well, obviously... I wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little prank. It's exactly the sort of behaviour of a snitch, isn't it? Yeah. You come up with a little fake trick yeah. like that. Although um, Ed Festmag, I don't know if that's his name. He's up there Richard Engineering and Ian There was only really one career if your name's Ed Festmag. Isn't I think there? you've got is. to review the Edinburgh Festival. <laughs> all the, congratulations, all the Festmag family. Uh, <laughs> flip your head back, laugh out loud, clap spontaneously, snort uncontrollably, and pee your pants. He says. Um, well. Uh, Simon says. Um, <laughs> Fair yeah. enough. Um, but that's, that was a lovely review, wasn't it? Mm, that was a very nice review. And actually, fantastic. I remember that day that that man was in that show and I died on my ass. So <laughs> yeah. I don't know what I don't know who what he's referring to. <laughs> I remember that review coming out and thinking, see well, the, no one did any of those things. See the so steam coming off from in the second row <laughs> yeah, yeah. after the last part, of course. You now, are, yeah, I was going to say, football-wise, you mm. are a Tottenham fan. Yes. And um, I did, I did uh, predict that Spurs would struggle against West Ham at the weekend for all sorts of yeah, reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it proved. So, are you a touch nervy about the way things are shaking? The two games left, Bournemouth away, Everton at home. Not really. Effectively need 
what, two points uh, and a couple of goals probably. Yeah, because every time we mess up, all the other teams do the exact same straight after us, the day after. It's only 24 hours of feeling bad as a Spurs fan at the moment. Mm. That luck because could run out though. Well, we're it? doing our annual bottling, but... You know, if we're bottling it, then Arsenal are those lads you see in I, Dubai with a massive bottle of Belvedere <laughs> posing next to them. That's the size of their bottle because they are having an absolute shocker. It's, yeah. ridi- it's absolutely ridiculous. Mm. All this talk, five ga- three games ago, of they've got the easiest run in, so beware. Yeah. All those tweets, Tottenham Hotspur, we're coming for you. Yeah. It's the, amazing. It's, we keep giving them there's, opportunities. There's, yeah. there's going to be some more odd results. I yeah, think. there could mm. be. That's why I'm not I'm, I'm not going down that route just yet, Reese. Well, I think you're Champions bold League, because so it, it could be a bit unpleasant on the last day if we do Those come three up three points short. were vital yeah. last week against Brighton, that late one. Yeah. Mm, it certainly was. Yeah. Um, have you been to the new stadium yet? Yes, a few yeah. times. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. Uh, Big fan. Are you suitably impressed? Very impressed. Yeah. Very impressed. Yeah. Great atmosphere. Great fun. Much better view than before. Where do you sit slash stand? Because a lot of people, where, where, where's your... Well, I certainly point? don't stand because it's against the rules, well, you that, see. Yeah, uh, very true. I, I wouldn't like to break the rules. No. That's my, very much my prison <laughs> snitch vibe. Yeah. Um, but I sit in the west stand, west lower. Oh, right, yep. Uh, about 20 rows, tw- 20th row, I think, 21st oh, row. Oh, that's, Not a that good, used to that's a yeah. good seat. That's about 1,500 quid's worth, isn't it? You've gone for that. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly, to, yeah. Do a bit of bar work in the evening to oh, pay for that as well. was my mate in the premium club, I'll oh, tell yeah, you that. That's right, yeah. My dad's got one of them. I went at the weekend to his premium club. He's right behind the tunnel. Oh, and okay. it's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, he's sat... You just turn around and he's completely in line with Daniel Levy, who, as he stands there before the game begins, is the most ominous-looking figure you will ever see. Yeah. It's like Voldemort watching over his empire. <laughs> it's ludicrous. Uh, Rhys Jones is with us. We'll chat more. You're telling us about things you won. Um, uh, back in the 90s, um, says Paul in Whitney, we won the Henry Horton pre-season cup. But instead of a medal, we all received a letter knife. <laughs> I remember Henry Horton had the oddest stance of any batsman ever. I'll demonstrate it to you in the break. Okay, great radio. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Hawksby and Jacobs here on TalkSport. Andy, you say you have an update for us on something. Well, it's just, uh, I was describing Henry Horton there. I can't even remember how we got into it. Oh, this is because one of the boys won the Henry Horton trophy. Oh, that's right, yeah. At his local club. This is his Wikipedia entry. He was a right-handed batsman with a curious and ungainly crouching stance, once described as if he was sitting on a shooting stick. Yeah, it looks like, the way you demonstrate, it looked like he was sitting on the toilet. (laughs) He's incredibly low down, so he used a small bat, we take it. He used a very small bat, but that's, that was the thing about Henry Horton. Rhys James is with us. You can catch at the Pleasance Courtyard, um, July the 31st, August the 25th. That's it's normally July, that, it's starting July. Yeah, I'm afraid oh, it does. God's There's sake. normally a day off. Most comedians mm. come in to talk about Edinburgh, it always says brackets, not the 22nd. Yeah, Are they going to have one day off? Finishes, finishes early, though, August the 25th. Often yeah. goes to the 31st. Yes. We're gonna I'm be, getting out of there as quickly as possible. We're going to be up in Edinburgh for a couple of shows uh, with our good friends at Grinking during Edinburgh, so we will hopefully mm. see you up there. Absolutely. Yeah, we look forward mm, to definitely. that. Um, now, um, Britain's boldest football fans. Uh, somebody's decided to do a survey. <laughs> Which club has the most bored fans? Oh, it's oh, got to be Chelsea. Yeah, Chelsea was what came to mind as well. Yeah. Well, now, I mean, I think I don't Bald know if this is out blokes of... with thick necks. <laughs> Which football fans have got That's the just thickest, me and my family. thickest necks? Uh, no, I, I don't know if this is. Hang pe- on, let's think about who's the, who are the most stressed. This has been done by uh, <laughs> well, the true. Harley Street 
hair clinic. So oh, really? I'm guessing it's people that have gone bald, not chosen to shave their heads mm. as, a, as a fashion right. statement. So that's Chelsea out. So who would you say have um, have the baldest fans not out of choice? And they're the sort of people who go to this clinic. Well, I don't know. Talk about it, I think that I think they the clinic as they do with these surveys is paid somebody with a clipboard go right, around the streets right, of different go. cities and, and spoke mm. to ten people and said that was hundred percent of the country. Sunderland. <laughs> no, it's Premier League. It's oh, got to right, be right. got to be Premier League. I've got the top ten in West front Ham. of you. West oh, Ham. Well, they've not gone premature. No, no, they're not even in the top ten. West Ham. Really? really? Top 10. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh God. Just think of a man, a big a big Premier League side. You know, top six Premier League side. I mean, it's well, not, there's I'm no gonna, science to it. I'm going to go Spurs. No, it's not. They finished, God, we can't win anything. They're fifth. <laughs> uh, teams with the most bald fans. 9% of Manchester United fans are bald. No, they're not. <laughs> what a rubbish survey. 6% uh, Liverpool fans are bald. 5% Arsenal. Then 3% Spurs, Chelsea, Bournemouth. Uh, 3% of Chelsea fans are bald. That's no yeah. much higher Absolutely than 3%. No not through choice, not through head shaving. Not no, but to, even, you know, well, I'm not through choice, but I'd say. <laughs> I'm, I'm balding. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Lovely to see you, Claire. Um, and uh, then you get to uh, the bottom of the top, uh, Newcastle. But they couldn't resist in this survey, saying Manchester United topped the table, whose legendary striker, Sir Bobby Charlton. Uh, yeah, yeah, we all know. Yeah, so, <laughs> so that's the reason why then. Yes, okay. he was balding rather than bald. They also found out that bald men are more likely to be love rats. Yeah. Is that right? Really? Bald man, love rat. Thirty-four uh, percent of board men admitted cheating on their partners, compared to just twenty-one percent of uh, men with hair. Well, okay, so that, the stat is actually that board men are more likely to admit to it. Yeah, that's probably more <laughs> like it. So, well done, everybody at the Harley Street Hair Clinic for that. Well, fantastic yeah. for them. Now, Rich, you're very active on Twitter. I've noticed that. Yeah. I follow you on Twitter, and uh, well, I don't have a day job, do I? So, well, <laughs> not I much else to do. You, you, you tweet a lot. You tweet about football, but you, you sort of take people on. You're not you're not sort of worried about the the effect of it. I mean, or are you? I mean, if you are active, an active tweeter, I mean, it does come with a, a sort of open invitation for people to sort of tweet back to you. Yeah. Well, I just don't, as long it. as you don't engage Piers Morgan, I think you're pretty much I fine. think you may be getting some gooners on your case after your bold pronouncement. <laughs> I mean, it's less bold than it was maybe before the, the Leicester game yesterday, but it's, you know, how long have you been oh, supporting this club? I was pretty quiet before the Leicester game, let me yeah, tell you. I, I think you probably would have Stoically been. silent. Um, apparently, there was a story during the rounds yesterday that uh, Derby's night's sleep before their game against Bristol City was going to be disturbed. Mm by um, fans of Bristol City who had all sorts of plans to disturb... Like Mexico in Dar 1970. Yeah. It seemed quite random, mm. uh, really, that. Yeah. Uh, in the end... It didn't Frank, work. It never Frank, does. Frank Lampard said, all I heard was some bloke in the next room coughing. It's <laughs> quite a low. It's quite low. Key, yeah, that, I don't know if you can count that. Yeah, Bristol, Bristol in a hotel room just yeah. to have a cough. Bristol City fans all get together and say, "Right, go into Frank's room next door. Just cough quite a just lot. Just get a tickle in your yeah. throat and see what happens." Not like standing outside with bass drums, is it? But it never happened. I don't know where, where did this rumor come from that, the, that they were. Doing I think Frank Lampard. Well, I don't know. He acknowledged that it happened, but I don't know what he thought. Yeah. He'd heard it was going to happen, but, but apparently not. Who knows? Uh, um, yeah. Did you see that Mo Farah is, despite this sort of unseemly spat with Heidi Gabra Selassie, is going to continue to train in Ethiopia with coach Gary Locke saying uh, Heidi doesn't rule the country. I think that is such a bad idea. Oh, yeah. He basically does. I wouldn't go back there. Mm. He's asking for trouble, aren't you? You know what it's like. If you're in a foreign country and something happens, 
and you go to the police, they're going to take the local side. They always do. That's right. the way it is, isn't it? So is it you're telling him not to go back there? I'd say don't go back there. Where else can he train at altitude, though? Well, font remove. font remove. font we keep hearing from Brendan Foster. Yeah, that's right. He needs somewhere else to train at altitude. There's lots of places he can train He'd have some front just to kind of rock up at Haile Gabriel Selassie's hotel again and go, ding! Can I have a room, please? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A room for me and Gary. Has he got a safe? Yeah, and have you got a gym as well? Can I use the gym? cough loudly in the room? Yeah. Frank Lampard said it would be okay. Yeah, it was the Bristol City fans had gone to the wrong hotel. They've gone to Ali Gabriel Selassie's place. They're coughing next to his room at the moment. It's always the same in the marathon, though, when you watch it. I mean, the, the great runners are ahead, and then they say, and here comes the British, and they're eight minutes behind, but it's a personal best. You think, I don't know why you bother with a marathon, really. Mm. It's not for you. Well, I just thought yesterday when everyone said, oh, Mo Farah's having a bit of a shocker. He's run a marathon in two hours. Are you two hours a shocker? Well, yeah. yeah, he came fifth. It wasn't... That bad. I haven't got out of bed. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> the uh, were you aware of Michael Antonio's uh, goal celebration the other day? Uh, do you know? Are you, you're a person of a certain age. Are you familiar with dancing, Dan? No, I didn't know. No, I, I, it made me feel quite old actually. I didn't yeah. know what it was. It looked, I thought it was a Cajonas reference. But even, but to even look massively, and all it that. massively obscene. It didn't was it? obscene. Yeah. I mean, just it was X-rated. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just because it was Dan Rue's thing. I mean, it still looked yeah. pretty vile. I thought. Really, I said not I said vile's well, the word. It was a bit much. I mean, it's just, it looked. I mean, it, it obviously wasn't what it looked like. But no. if you were doing that mime on a TV show, I'm not yeah. sure. You, you know, what would you? Well, what it was, the answer it was a good would be? Goal. I don't even want to think what the answer would have been. <laughs> yeah, he's true. a good player, Mikel. I've always liked yeah. him. When he stays, when he stays fit, he's really decent. I mean, yeah. uh, he could play at a higher level. I think. <laughs> <laughs> okay, really? How much we'll higher are you talking higher about? Higher than West Ham. Right, okay. West Ham are, are so inconsistent. I mean, that was mm. a really good performance. but And they've thrown in some really good performances this year, but they've also thrown in some really odd ones as well. So. Yeah. i tell you what we had on Saturday, which you don't get very much these days, is the meaningless end-of-season mid-table skirmish between Palace and Everton, where nothing could really happen. Well, Palace, Everton are going yeah. to seventh. Well, yes, they are, but, you know... Do they really, excuse me, I've dropped my pen. On oh, current form, you really never expected that? a nil-nil in that game. No, you no. wouldn't. And Everton shouldn't have been. Everton were, were well on top, weren't they? I think sort of Palace seem to be on the beach at the moment, apparently. Yeah, well, Kevin Day will tell us otherwise. Yeah. But um, uh, it looked like Everton were all over them from what I saw from our highlights. No, so, absolutely. Yeah. Benteke's back, though, isn't he? He's looking a lot... Yeah, he's looking a bit sharper, yeah, definitely. They're going to keep him for next season, you would think. Um, this was an odd line. I don't know if you saw this. It was buried away. It was a bit depressing to hear Danny Rose say he had no interest in doing his badges because black managers never get a chance mm, at the top of the game. Yeah, but then, in amongst the stuff, he said he was surprised that Raheem Sterling had been speaking about him regarding the issue of racism in football. He said, and quote, because he doesn't speak to me at England. Really? That's odd, isn't it? Who doesn't speak to him in England? It, it's Sterling. Dan, Dan, he said it seemed to be hinting. I don't know if it's a joke, and it's taken out of context. He said he was. He doesn't seem. He seemed to be hinting at the fact that Raheem Sterling doesn't speak to him, Danny Rose, when they get together on England duty. God, Danny Rose is the inside scoop on absolutely everything. <laughs> it's where <laughs> we get I mean, all it, our information it from. Seemed, yeah. It would seem unlikely that. I, I mean, know. Yeah, I thought it was a I good spirit. How can you? Avo- how, I don't understand how you can avoid speaking to anyone that you're training with and in a team with. Well, I think there have been periods mm. when you'd get 
factions in England camps. Yeah. But I, 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 we're told I haven't spoken to the producer for five years. Yeah, well, <laughs> there's a reason for that. Um, I won Player of the Year at my local footy team, says uh, Stephen. My team ordered the trophy with my name engraved. The company sent the wrong trophy and I was awarded with a tennis trophy with my name engraved <laughs> yeah, on it, which I still have to this day. So, yeah, Player that's of the Year. Good. There he is, just taking a serve. That's nice. They could have got another one, couldn't they? Just pop down to Timpsons, for goodness sake. Um, and Luke says, I once uh, won a bowls competition at a church fete and they gave me a blank tape in the old VHS. <laughs> Lovely touch, that, Luke. Uh, what a coveted prize that was. So keep telling us this afternoon what you, uh, what they gave you for winning something. Talksport.com forward slash H&J. Text to 81089. We should be awarding a rubbish prize for the best text that we're not allowed to. I'm not allowed to. I'm not allowed to. It's rules and regulations. So, Reese, you're going to be doing some warm-ups for the gigs, I take Of course, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's certainly not ready at the moment. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, a lot of warm-ups. I think there's one May 23rd, 22nd or something in London. It's Fiverr. Right, Come okay, down to that if you fancy. There's loads all over the country. Just check. Yeah, I think that's it. The Bill Murray. Are you aware of that? No. The Bill Murray, it's a purpose-built comedy venue okay. uh, in Angel. Does he know? Is he, he's not going to sue him, I think him, he is has it? been made aware of it. Oh, OK. Although good. I don't know if he's commented positively or negatively. It's not that Bill Murray, it's another Bill Murray. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, yeah, one yeah. of my nan's friends. Um, so, yeah, go and see Reese uh, James in Snitch. You can uh, follow him on social media, have all the gigs there. You can see you soon on Mock the Week, which is back, isn't yep, it? Yeah, coming back strong. soon. Yep. Pleasance Courtyard, Pleasance Above in Edinburgh, July 31st, August 25th, 6.30. It gives you the whole evening off then, doesn't it? Absolutely, yeah. Good nice and cake. early, nice and early, and I can get on the booze. Yeah. And so where, where are Spurs going to finish then finally? What what position do you... Uh, I'll go third. You're going to go third. Go who's, third. Go, who's going to be fourth? Is it going to be Andy's mob? Is it United or Arsenal? What do you uh, think? Yeah, I think it's going to be Chelsea. It's going to be Chelsea. I think it's going to be Chelsea okay. now. There we are. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact... You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. 
Hawksby and Jacobs here on TalkSport. Thanks, as always, for getting in touch this afternoon telling us about those things that uh, you won, the prize you were given for winning something. Uh, John tells us, I us a beauty competition just before the 86 World Cup. Uh, those that got into the last four won an Uncle Ben's Mexican sauce and utensils kit. <laughs> the Great. obvious. That was Mexican-themed, of course. <laughs> yes. As an 11-year-old, I was delighted to not only uh, lose the semi-final, but have won some sauce. Another one a bit like that, as a keen 16-year-old golfer, says uh, Stephen, I was the youngest ever winner in the Presswick Links Golf Championship. I was hoping for a nice wee voucher to spend on my clubs. My prize was a cutlery set. Also received a glass ship in a box for getting beat in the semi-final the previous year. <laughs> very old gifts. Yes. Uh, anyway, keep those coming. That sounds like a re-gifter from the club captain. Yeah. <laughs> something you were given for winning something. Uh, weird and wonderful uh, items. Talksport.com forward slash H&J. You can text to 81089 or tweet to T-S-H-A-N-D-J. T-S-H-A-N-D-J. And uh, we said earlier in the show, because we both forgot Motti wasn't coming in. Yeah. And we'd written quite a few notes. We've done all uh, our notes on the football. I- including this one that says in my book, Motti... You must have loved that Antonio statistic about special landmark goals. Well, yes, I did, actually. <laughs> I, I, I can't do much. Last at Upton Park, first at London Stadium, first at Tottenham Stadium. Yeah. So that's, that's quite a, a thing, isn't it? Do you know what no. slang for a punch is in, uh, in France? No. Oh, yeah. I, I've it's read like about this I'm just recently. trying to warm you up for Don't Ask yeah, Me. This, I've, I've read about this in the last couple of days. What is it? It's a potato. It's a potato. That's, that's right. One, yeah. uh, somebody posted a video of Neymar sort of striking out at the fans, said, Neymar just mm. gave me a potato. I read that in isolation. <laughs> Does he carry him around? If just... been Hal Robson Carter, you might have thought, <laughs> yeah. okay. In the Bartlett family, of course. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah, that's very true. Nicely done. I'm sure. Now, if, yeah, if you can't, I mean, if you're, you know, I don't know, valet parking or something like mm. that, or you see how Robson Carnu, mm. he's walking along, and uh, he, and he says, well, thank you, and he just, here, have a, have a potato on me. <laughs> just slips one in your top. He's married into a big <laughs> potato family. As, as yeah, Howell, Albert Bartlett. Albert Bartlett, that's why we bring that up. A man, of course, for Racing Connections. Well, it's yeah, a it's lovely right. race at Cheltenham every year. Yeah, yeah. Anything else? Yes, it's a big welcome back, and we're not the first, I'm sure, to the Delia Smith Football Food and Allergy. Okay, yeah. This one was in, I think... Yeah, get used to this next season. Oh, yeah, yes. Majority shareholder Delia Smith and the club's management have cooked up a winning formula. Shut up! That so many championship <laughs> clubs have failed to stomach. Yeah. Yeah, get the idea there. Can we just put a, a sort of ban on that? We don't no, need it. It's not going to happen, Andy. It's going to be wall-to-wall next season. You think? Yeah. There was, look, there was probably a tactical reason for it, but I think the high winds over the weekend dried a load of pitches out. Mm. The pitch at uh, White Hart Lane... Was uh, well, She's normally quite slippery. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't running that well. Not just for Spurs. It seemed to run better for West Ham, obviously. Yeah, it quite but weird. there was that one of the in, incident in the first half when Sonny got the ball stuck mm. under his feet. You know, and he's played on that pitch enough to know how it runs. But the thing just stopped. Very, very odd. I think it was the, it was the high winds drying it out. I'm no John Ketley, but I'm guessing. Yeah, he, he looked a bit frustrated, Son, because yeah. he left his foot in on a tackle. He's not like him. Yeah, at I know. All, I wonder know. that might yeah. come back to haunt him. It's going to be quiet today. It was on um, uh, Snodgrass, wasn't it? He just seemed to sort of come down on his on his toe. But it's true. You see, Helen Wood, who uh, basically once went out with Wayne Rooney for okay, him, for right. a night. Okay. This is the headline. Went out with him for the night. Well, that's how she claims, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is, she's the ex-escort. Ex, ex, sorry. Pardon? She's the ex-escort. 
Okay. Bedded the England star and a string of other famous men. Now a single mum living in suburbia, Helen Wood's written a tell-all book and she's got lots to say. Yeah. Has she? I doubt it. Are you in it? No. Oh, that's good. <laughs> well, that's, I won't bother buying it then. I was hoping you might be in it. Seems it seems highly unlikely. And uh, it was a nice coincidence at Celtic. My uh, annual friend, Dave Tully, uh, sent me an email, no, a text on Saturday afternoon. Yeah. And this was to do with the fact that uh, the goal was scored by number five in the 67th minute. And the, oh, really? oh, yeah. He's marking the sort of, you know, passing of Billy McNeil. They thought that was a sort of And then the really sad news today about Stevie Chalmers, yeah. of course, who scored the all-important goal in 67, as Victoria's been saying. That, that is absolutely tragic, isn't it? I mean, you do you do feel that we're going to... A bit like Billy McNeil, he'd, he'd been ill mm. for some time with dementia, and uh, we're going to see a lot more players of that era... Sadly. ...claimed that, in that way. That's true. It's, it's such yeah. an awful disease, but yeah, that, uh, is that, true. Was, that was sad news. Now, we've got today. a bank holiday coming up, on a slightly lighter note, yeah. and... Uh, Star have a slightly split personality view on how it might all go. So the front page was, Brits will enjoy a second beach and Barbie bank holiday booze up. <laughs> Brian Bedonda, there's a lot of bees there. Yeah. Uh, in the space of a fortnight with the temperatures soaring, blah, blah, blah. And then next page is, alcohol-free beer is being supplied on draft in pubs as more Brits go teetotal. So what is it? More Brits going teetotal? Or are they losing, looking forward to a boozy bank holiday Barbie booze? Who's up? <laughs> I've, got, I've got no idea, and you're asking the wrong person. <laughs> I probably am. Um, the mask, Raul Jimenez's mask. Oh, you yeah. You think after what happened in the semi-final, mm. he might look upon it as karma and retire it. But no. Uh, no. He was quite keen to get it out against uh, Watford the other day, but no one handed it to him. Um, he got a bit of I cloth. he has it down his sock. Well, uh, no, he hides it behind the goal, doesn't he? Oh, does he? It's okay. a bit, bit, it's a bit bulky to go behind the, the sock. sock. <laughs> keeps a bottle of milk down there. But, uh, yeah, he got some club, didn't he, from Troy Deeney mm. in the programme and uh, he said he was pretty cool about that. But I think I'd retire the mask after that. It's it's, it's a bit of a bad mm. omen, isn't it? it? You know, every time you score. I'd, but it's because his mate is um, the WWE superstar, Sin Cara. Oh, Sin Cara, Andy? Who? Yeah, Sin Cara, of course, <laughs> no, is the no, WWE no. superstar. Yeah. And uh, he's been invited to uh, the final home game against relegated Fulham. Oh. So, uh, but he can't wait. <laughs> yeah. Sounds well, good. Sin Cara saying, well, I'd love to wrestle this week, but I'm going to watch the home, uh, the game against relegated Fulham. <laughs> well, they've suddenly go. found a bit of form, haven't they? They have. Yeah. It's, it's good. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, if you're I, Cardiff, obviously, but. I had yeah. a go at Scott Parker, not I had a go at him, I had no. a go at him doing no, him. we got that. I look at our producer no, there. No, he's looking a bit. He's... Yeah, we will find it in the next hour. Yeah. Andy attempted to do. <laughs> Um, an impression of Scott Parker. Scott and if I've Parker. always had this thing about Scott, Scott Parker. Talks out the corner of his it's mouth. Like right, he's having a conversation with someone just over there. <laughs> so we're doing that at the moment. We're talking right out the corner of right our mouth. Uh, tickets. It's the like, way you say tickets. Very, everybody Tickets. No one's, e sell. no one's ever come up to you in the street and said, <clears throat> would you like some tickets? They yeah. were. Take it. Corner of your mouth. No one can hear what you say when you speak out of corner. But, um, yeah, Andy attempted it. But yeah. uh, it, well, I'll be honest, it wasn't great. No, But um, we'll hear his Scott. Parker. But as Motti hasn't turned up, yeah. he might need it. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say he hasn't turned up. We oh, knew no, he wasn't we coming. Knew he wasn't we coming. just forgot. Yeah, that's right. And um, uh, apparently Baby Sussex is keeping the nation... Baby Sussex? The new Meghan and Harry's baby. That's Not on its born mind. yet. No, they call it Baby Sussex. Oh, okay. He hasn't got Fair a name enough. yet. I thought it was Andy's nap there for a minute. <laughs> I'm on Baby Sussex. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's apparently keeping, or she, keeping the nation waiting. Yeah. Is that the nation <clears> or just a few journalists? I don't know. I'm not that Very cynical myself. head you've got on today. Um, James in <laughs> Sheffield says, um, I won a local newspaper art competition. Yeah. 
1989. Guess what his prize was, Andy? You'll never guess in a million years. It was an art competition in Sheffield. Uh, so what do you think he might have won? Canteen of cutlery? No, no. Um... A trip round Brendan Ingalls' gym at the time. <laughs> That's very specific, but yeah, not no. right. And one more, have another Sheffield. guess. Uh, it's not related to Sheffield oh, or indeed art. No idea there. Okay, it was a crocodile ding, a cro- crocodile Dundee <laughs> clock. Crocodile Dean. Crocodile Dean. That's one of my favourites. Yeah. It was basically it was Mike Dean. <laughs> Mike Dean goes and lives in the outback. He starts doing A League football. And um, while he's out there, <laughs> yeah. he, he's attacked by a crocodile. <laughs> and, you know, enough. Like, yeah. <laughs> which is, I mean, yeah. Well, we we all had a whip round and bought a crocodile. <laughs> Tottenham fans. Why Only not? joking, Mike. We love you, really. Oh, yeah. <laughs> crocodile Dundee clock. Uh, thank you, James. I was a referee uh, a non-league mm-hmm. game, um, says somebody didn't put their name on this. Uh, I sent two players, uh, two home players off. Then after the game in the bar, I won the meat raffle. Maybe <laughs> yeah. that one's from Mike Dean. Yeah. A decent-sized turkey, which was lovely. Brackets, home club, not very happy. I'd love to win a meat raffle. You never won a meat raffle? Mike Parry is the king of the meat raffle in his is local. He? Have you noticed oh, yeah, that? I suppose he is. He's yeah. always wandering about with a packet of chops under his arm <laughs> in his local pub <laughs> yeah, and a correct. glass of wine in his well, hand. Yeah, he's mastered the, uh, the art of the meat raffle victory. Well, that sounds good. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. From Talk Sport. Here we go then. Andy Jacobs, not the greatest memory, let's be honest. Every uh, Monday around this time, we see how much you can remember about last week's show. It's not improving, is it? It's not likely to at this stage. We're only here for about, uh, you may suddenly have an epiphany. (laughs) Um, We will, uh, okay, first question, Andy. Based on Friday's show, we're joined by John Palmer from Gloucestershire Live. And we talked about a game between uh, Kidlington Sport. And which other team? I'll take the I'll take the city or the town. If Barrow. You... No, no, no. Wasn't, Andy, it, wasn't no. it that story? It wasn't that story. It was Cheltenham. Oh, it was the Cheltenham story. It was the you know, man who yeah. turned the floodlights. Oh, Gloucestershire oh. Live was a bit of a giveaway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Barrow just outside Gloucestershire. <laughs> Do you know good what? Point, you're spot on. You're spot on, Adrian. Thank, thank goodness well, you're here. Mar- marvellous. Um, Max Beasley, Manchester United fan and actor, came in. He's Barrow. Ba- <laughs> he's, ba- he's back in what series? Uh, Jamestown. Jamestown, that's right. Oh, yeah. well done. Uh, okay. Ollie Rayner joined you, us. Are you congratulating yourself? Yeah. Full of ham. <laughs> well well done, done, giving himself a pep talk. Come on, Andy. Uh, Ollie Rayner's going to play cricket for which country? Germany. Yeah, Germany, mm-hmm. that's right. Uh, we spoke to Dan Barnes. He's a groundsman. Someone nicked his tractor. Which, which club is he at? Oh, um... Oh, yeah, and it's a serious take, one take, for them. Yeah, think about what you said earlier on. What name you said earlier, which team? Barrow. No, it's not Barrow, it's Eastley. It's Eastley. Fancy saying Barrow again. How many times can a man say Barrow? Um, and uh, finally, uh, is that right? Yeah, I think it's finally. Um, Geordie Shaw, uh, Middlesbrough fan, been in Love Island, oh, yeah. lovely fella. Lovely bloke. Trying to get you to eat Parmos. Very what, nice bloke. What's his name? <laughs> Absolutely no idea whatsoever. Sam Gowland. That's the right. I bet he's feeling special this afternoon. <laughs> Never forgotten. Never forgotten. Uh, there we are, that was uh, Donut. We took a bad turn 
after Barrow, really. Got that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, we'll back. Uh, we're back tomorrow, aren't we? From we'll uh, back. Uh, we'll back. <laughs> that's why. Will Barrow. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Go, Adrian. That's, that's why it was in my mind. <laughs> that's why it was in my mind. Yeah. Anyway, you don't do I the show with us tomorrow, do you? So much better. No, you're all right. Okay. <laughs> I, I maybe be able to speak tomorrow. Andy definitely won't be re- remembering it. I can't speak now. I'm off. I'm leaving it there. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. There we are. That was this afternoon's show. We shall return tomorrow. <laughs> He's so funny, Adrian. I did make you. I was trying to explain it. We had a little bit of time to. I was trying to explain the Zlatan Ibrahimovic Nedim Anua story. Yeah, yeah. But I made a right mess of it. And he comes in and he goes, Oh, well explained. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put you on the back foot, did he? <laughs> he does. Head's gone. Um, we'll see you tomorrow. We'll have the book club. Uh, good, with, yeah, it's uh, a good book. We're talking about yeah. a fantastic book called Up Pompeii. If you want to read it overnight, you can get involved. Just, <laughs> I know that's that's quite a commitment, <laughs> but just get yourself to Watson's, buy it, don't sleep tonight, read it, get in touch tomorrow. We'd be much obliged. Uh, we'll see you then. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.